Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 107. Wait. We go. Step up to the break. We got MJP and Green Man. It's the brain and tripping and chip team. From my land to Japan and everywhere in between. Get the up to date news on the wrestling scene. So take a shot. Well, is that the message you got? We are about to go live. Are you ready to rock? So take a shot. Well, is that the message you got? From the fans to the fans. Let me hit the crowd. Pop, so take a shot. Oh, yeah. So take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Thank you, Welcome to episode 107 of A Shot of Wrestling. Thank you, folks, for coming back. And if this is your first time to the show, welcome. Hope you guys enjoyed episode 106 with the return of the Green Man. He was last on this show at episode 100, here we are at episode 107, seems like a lifetime ago, but good to have Green Man back on the show. Green Man, although not on the show, week in and week out, you will hear him in his interviews, but he left for a main reason. He is backstage, behind the scenes, working on the show, making the show better, building our audience, building our brand, so we can present episode after episode of great content, great interviews, and here we are, about to cover our third BCW show. That's still amazes me this little podcast that started out in my apartment as a little discussion a brief little nothing conversation turns into this venture that has been wildly successful surpassing even my own expectations so here we are you know we're not quitting we're not turning our backs on you we're gonna keep going you know i've had to deal with a lot of personal issues over the last two years a lot of stuff going on in my life green man as well hell you had a baby green man and his wife had a beautiful baby boy this show kept going on this show's going to keep going on not easy to do what we do takes a lot of heart a lot of dedication a lot of time but we are dedicated to this. We're dedicated to you. We're going, going. The show's going to get better. The show's going to get bigger. And hopefully you guys come along for the ride because we are not going anywhere anytime soon. Like we always say, even Patty Yak raps in our intro. The show is from the fans and to the fans. So once again, thank you for listening because we're only getting started. But anyway, like I mentioned earlier, we're about to cover our third BCW show, BCW Anniversary 2. You know, a couple weeks ago, we celebrated our second anniversary and now we're going to be there to help celebrate BCW's second anniversary. So this is a great partnership we developed. Thank you, BCW, for all your support. As we here at A Shot of Wrestling continue to grow and get better, BCW is doing the same, so I'm excited about this new venture. I'm excited to see where they can go, because where they go, we go. So congratulations on your second anniversary at the world's famous Elks Lodge. Our team is currently there, setting up, getting ready to cover that live for you here on episode 107. But before we get to that, you know, we got to vent for a second. It's been a rough week for your boy at Michael J. Putty. Oh man, this is not my week. I'm happy it's coming to an end. I'm happy it's almost over. You know, I have a lot of car troubles this week. You know, car troubles are a bitch. Oh man. First of all, around Tuesday, my car died. I went to go to work, car wouldn't turn on, engine wouldn't turn over. So now I'm like, fuck this, man. So pissed, so annoyed. I don't need this right now. I don't have the money for this right now. So, you know, my car also has a broken gas gauge. So whenever I turn the car on, it, says, it tells me I have no gas, even though I just filled up. So I have to manually keep track of the gas. So I checked, the ma- that's the first thing I thought of. Like, I have no gas. I ran out of gas like an asshole. So I checked the last time I got it, checked the current mileage, and, uh, and I'm pretty good. I'm good. I get gas every 100 miles. I'm good to go. So that can't be it. Uh, I had a change oil light soon come on. So I'm like, maybe, I, maybe it was that was it. Maybe I need oil. So anyway, I managed to go to work and I asked some people. They're like, no, it doesn't, it wouldn't be the gas. It wouldn't be the, it wouldn't be the oil. It, maybe it's like, just need a jump. Is the battery? I'm like, no, the lights come on. It doesn't sound like the battery. Maybe it's the ignition. Maybe it's the starter. Maybe it's the fucking engine. Wow. I didn't know how to hear that. 
So I wait a day, wait another day, finally call AAA. They come, we make arrangements to come and take it to my mechanic. Call my mechanic, make the arrangements with him. He knows it's coming. He knows the problem. He's waiting for the car to come. So AAA comes. He's like, what's wrong? I explain what's going on. He goes, okay, uh, let me try. He tries it himself. He gets the uh, jumper cables. And this little, what's attached to a weird computer to the battery to test the battery's like, diagnostics. So he does that. Then he tells me, oh, well, it, you're out of gas. I'm like, no, nah, that's, that's funny. Uh, the gas gauge is broken. It tells me I'm out of gas no matter what. I just filled up. I have to get it every 100 miles. So I got it this amount of man- miles. We're at this amount of miles. It's only 200. Ugh. I literally stopped mid-sentence. I went a hun- uh, 210 miles without getting gas. Like I said, I'm supposed to get it every 100 miles. So right then and there, I knew, oh, man, how embarrassing is this? I just ran out of fucking gas like an asshole. So I said, let me go get gas. Let me try. So he runs to get gas. I'm like, oh, Jesus. He comes back a couple minutes later with a little taking gas, puts it in, bada bing, bada boom, car starts, no problem. Man, do I have egg on my face? Jesus Christ, what an asshole I am. Uh, so I tell him, oh, this is really embarrassing. I'm so sorry for your troubles. I'm really embarrassed. You know what he tells me? Don't worry, it happens. Yeah, thanks, 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 thanks for that. Thanks for not making me feel so bad. So now I got to go home, my tail between my legs, call my mechanic. I'm like, listen, believe it or not, Triple A came and it, it, I was just out of gas. It, oh, okay. No, no big deal, it happens. It happens. Our mechanic does this for a living. Triple A, who does this for a living. Both tell me it happens. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, I have a broken gas gauge. I have to manually do the calculations of when to get gas. So if this happens on the regular to people who gas gauges aren't broken, your boy doesn't feel so bad. I wiped the egg over off my face, walked a little taller. I'm like, oh, you know what? I don't feel so bad. It's not as embarrassing as I thought it would be. But I still have to fucking get oil. I still haven't done that yet. And what do you know? I came out of work on Friday today. Yeah. And wouldn't you know, I had a flat tire. <sighs> but thankfully, I was able to drive it home. Uh, it wasn't running on the rim, wasn't making any noise. It couldn't even tell it was flat. If my coworker didn't tell me, I would not have noticed. But I make it to my gas station, and the guy's always there, always knows me, knows my car. It's a great guy. He goes, over, oh, what's the problem here? I tell him, is, do I think it's flat, or do I just need air? He goes, um, you know, just have him check it out anyway. This is like a 5.30, 5.45. Thank God this tire shop is open 24-7. I don't know. I never noticed that before. So likely they fixed my tire. They put a patch on it. Only 20 bucks. <sighs> so it's been a rough week. I'm happy it's over. I'm looking forward to BCW's anniversary, too. I'm looking forward to Fastlane at the Crown Room on Bell Boulevard here in Bayside, Queens. Once again, the show's going to be posted after the fact. Probably following us at a shot of wrestling on Instagram, shot of wrestling no A on Twitter, and a shot of wrestling on Facebook. Hope you guys know about it. You guys come. You guys came. You guys had a good time. Enjoyed the show. And you know, had a couple drinks with your boys here at a shot of wrestling. But anyway, that was my news this week. Let's see what other news happened this week. Let's get right into it. It's in the news with Michael J. Putty. We are almost ready to go over at the Elks Lodge, but there's a lot of news, so let's get right into it. It is WrestleMania season, so the gossip and rumors are starting to heat up. First is Shane McMahon is being reported that he will not be working with Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, or even Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. His current opponent for now is Dolph Ziggler, which is out of the blue. I'm assuming they'll set something up at Fastlane, because that should be a good match. Dolph Ziggler has never had a one-on-one match at WrestleMania, which still boggles my mind, so that should be decent. Carmelo is will likely end up cashing in at WrestleMania against Asuka, but of course she's going to lose because Asuka has to win everything. And Lesnar, word going around backstage is that Brock Lesnar actually wants to stay with the WWE, and why wouldn't he? He works, what, a handful of days a year? He's champion, for crying out loud. He can come and go when he pleases. So, yeah, I don't see why he would want to go back to the UFC where he actually has to fight, actually has to train, and get his ass beat. But that's WrestleMania. Some people who won't be at WrestleMania are Abby Layeth, Sage Beckett, and Seattle Seahawks running back Demetrius Bronson. They've all been let go from their developmental NXT contracts. And uh, if you know anything about the WWE, you probably can expect more releases in the upcoming weeks. 
Speaking of NXT, a new title, the NXT North American Championship, will debut at TakeOver New Orleans. The inaugural NXT Championship match will be decided in a six-man ladder match featuring Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream, Killian Dane, Lars Sullivan, Ricochet, and EC3. Let's look forward to six great men. Should be a great match, and it gives NXT uh, something else to fight for. So that one title, the one main title, the one women's title, the tag team, it gives the mid-card something to build up towards. So I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully it works out well. And hopefully it has a nice design, because title belts are all about design. And speaking of the design of new titles, WWE reportedly will be launching a Cruiserweight Tag Team Division after WrestleMania 34. The designs we posted on our Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. That is just a concept drawing, though, however, it's not been finalized yet. And also, no word on when those titles will debut. So, something to look forward to. WCW had a Cruiserweight Tag Team titles back in the day, uh, since 2001. So, see how it plays out here in the 205 Live. Once again, it gives something... For the other guys who are not in the main event picture, something to try for, something to fight for, something to do. So, look forward to it. Hopefully, it comes off well again. And in a news story we've been reporting about for the last couple of weeks, TV rights. Fox is reportedly set to make a historic offer to the WWE in order to secure those rights. Fox is prepared to offer Monday Night Raw a time slot on its broadcast channels from 8 to 10, making Fox Sports 1 the home of SmackDown Live. So, this actually does happen. It'll be the first time Raw has been on broadcast television, always on cable. So, how's that going to affect? The storylines, the censors, what they can say, what they can't say. So we'll keep you updated yet again. In other news, Rey Mysterio has suffered yet another injury. Word going around that he's tore his left bicep. No word on how this will affect his uh, contract negotiations for his return to WWE at WrestleMania 34, if that ever was even a thing. But if those negotiations were actually, in fact, going on, a torn bicep can take up to six months to fully recover from. So he won't be at WrestleMania, folks. Speaking of injuries, NXT Tag Team Champion Bobby Fish of the Undisputed Era suffered an injury last week. He required surgery to repair both his ACL and MCL. He is expected to be out of action for up to six months also. Now, the breaking news is the winner of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic will now become the new NXT Tag Team Champions. Who's your pick? Let us know. Shot of Wrestling, no A on Twitter, a Shot of Wrestling on Facebook and Instagram, and inbox at shotofwrestling.com. Give us your predictions. So those two are currently on the injured reserved list, but one man who is not is Jeff Hardy. He's been given the all-clear to return to the ring by his surgeon and just awaits the green light from the E itself. He's been out of action since October when he tore his rotator cuff. It seemed like a lot longer than that. But speaking of Jeff Hardy, he was recently interviewed by Ring Rust Radio and he revealed that he would be donating his brain to CTE research. So, good for him. Most famously, Kevin Nash did that. He was, I think, was one of the first guys to come out to say that he was going to donate his brain to concussion research. So, Jeff Hardy heard that and that was one of the catalysts for him deciding to do that himself. So, props to those guys. In other news, this week's Hall of Fame inductee has been announced, and it's no other than Mudlick Kentucky's own Hillbilly Jim. Big congratulations to him. Me and him go a long ways back. I remember as a kid, watching Hillbilly Jim come out with the big bushy hair, the big bushy beard, the overalls, the floppy hat. One of those guys, one of those characters the kids loved watching. I don't know about you, but I always loved watching him. He was very animated, very kid-friendly. Then fast forward to WrestleMania 22, our very first WrestleMania. Me and Green Man, pre-Green Man, were in the airport, and all of a sudden I see this guy. I think he was carrying, he was carrying a guitar case. I'm like, oh my God, I think that's Hillbilly Jim. Now, to this day, I still don't know what made me think, oh my God, that's Hillbilly Jim. You know, he looks different. Uh, so I just don't know what made me think of it. And I'm like, Green Man, that's Hillbilly Jim. So I should go up and catch up with him. And uh, we say, Hillbilly. And he actually stops, turns around, very friendly, very nice. He was actually in a rush to catch his plane, but he stopped, take a picture with us. Very nice guy. So thank you, Hillbilly Jim. You know, he also appeared in Legends House. And we got to see a more personal side of Hillbilly Jim. And to be honest, when this news broke, I was actually taken aback. I'm like, really? It's 2018 and Hillbilly Jim's not in the Hall of Fame? I thought he went in years ago because he should have been. You mean to tell me Coco Beware deserves to be in the Hall of Fame over Hillbilly Jim? Captain fucking Lou Albano is in the Hall of Fame before Hillbilly Jim? That's a travesty. That's an outrage. Hillbilly Jim was a much bigger star than someone like Captain Lou Albano. Okay, people knew Captain Lou Albano because he did what? Mario Brothers, 
Did some Cindy Lauper thing. Fuck that. <sighs> anyway, congratulations to Hillbilly Jim. Much deserved and way long overdue. In other news, Hillbilly Jim's good old buddy Hulk Hogan is in the news again. According to a report from Deadline.com and PWInsider.com, Hulk Hogan's legal battle against Gawker over the sex tape he released is either being made into a television limited series or an actual feature film. Whatever it is, it's going to be based off the book that was written about the whole subject called Conspiracy, Peter Thiel, Hulk Hogan, Gawker, and the Anatomy of Intrigue by Ryan Holiday. I'm sure available on Amazon.com now. Go check it out. In other news, WWE also announced a huge 50-man Royal Rumble match will take place at the King Abdullah Sports City in Saudi Arabia on April 27. Tickets and broadcast information will be available in the coming weeks. This event is going to be part of a 10-year strategic multi-platform partnership in support of Vision 2030, Saudi Arabia's social and economic reform program. So it's kind of bittersweet. You know, good for Saudi Arabia. Good for them. A 50-man Royal Rumble is going to be epic. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a must-see. But you know... The largest Royal Rumble to date was the 40-man Royal Rumble back in 2011 in Boston. I was there. Rayman was there. The Professor Dio himself was there. So we took part in history. Now, I guess I have to go to Saudi Arabia April 27th. Someone booked me a ticket. In other news, The Rap reports that Ric Flair has signed on to make his feature film acting debut. Nature Boy himself played the president of a pro wrestling promotion in an R-rated movie titled Uncle Steamroller and Champion Rabbit, which is currently in development. The movie will focus on the World Wrestling Union a Las Vegas syndicate that owns the wrestling tour that Uncle Steamroller attempts to stage his comeback on. Uncle Steamroller is a dejected Iraqi war veteran who is struggling to regain his heavyweight title while being managed by a failed motivational speaker. Flair will play the president of the WWU. Flair and his wife, Wendy, uh, also executive produced the movie. So, coincidence there? I don't think so. But it's a movie about wrestling, so you know you're all going to see it. In other news, Vince McMahon is apparently interested in bringing back Alberto Del Rio. It's being reported that Del Rio actually attended WWE headquarters in Stanford, Connecticut last week to film material for an upcoming project on Rey Mysterio, but sources also revealed that he also met with Vince McMahon. This has always been high on Del Rio, and really wants him back in the WWE. However, Impact is also keen on retaining Del Rio, so uh, his contract expires in April, so we'll keep you updated. And speaking of Vince McMahon, he has once again made the Forbes billionaires list. The net worth approximately about $1.7 billion with a B, McMahon ranks as the 1,394th wealthiest person in the world. Your boy, at Michael J. Putty, once again, ranks at dead last. Anyway, let's get into some cheers and heels. A shot of wrestling presents Raw and SmackDown here and here. Let's get right into Raw. You know, last week I cheered the fact of the sh- a chilled the fact of the show, the Ronda Rousey video of her contract signing over and over again because I missed it. So I was happy they kept showing the video. I'm going to heal because I did that last week for a pay-per-view segment. But this week we only get still images, still images of events that happened on Raw. Isn't this a little backwards? Am I missing something? They do the still images from the pay-per-view and show the recaps of Raw because everyone's watching Raw, right? It was just weird. You know, make up your damn minds. Do one or the other. Don't do both anymore. I'm going to also heal Nia Jax. My girl Nia Jax with another impressive, dominating performance of Asuka. I don't expect that she tapped here. To try to make Nia Jax this dominating force, this irresistible force. And wouldn't it have been better for her just to pass out? That, she had that, that arm ball on for like, what, three minutes? Wait a minute.
and she was almost done. She was almost about to pass out, but she tapped out last minute. She looked Stone Cold. Look what happened when Stone Cold passed out to the tapping out. It elevated his career. Get him to the same for Nia Jax. I mean, especially if the rumors are true that you're going to have her face Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania. I think that would have helped her a lot. But what do I know? I'm going to chill this, this Hardy compound match challenge that was laid out this on my Raw. You know, it worked in TNA. It got over very well in TNA. They did it right. It was still what happened in the WWE when they did it with the New Day and the Wyatt family. It was just, was good. Not as good, not as effective as the Hardy thing. And of course, forget that House of Horrors match, what a debacle that was. So I'm curious to see how this plays out. We reported a while ago that Matt Hardy has full control of his character here. So I'm hoping that's true. And he's has free range to do whatever he wants. So I'm curious. To, I'm not getting my hopes up because it is the WWE, but we'll see what happens. And yeah. I'm going to fucking cheers this. Yes, Goldust. Give him something to do. He deserves something relevant. He deserves to be on my TV screen. He deserves more than just putting people over. It was a fresh new opponent for John Cena, by the way. Thank you for that. Apparently, they've never faced each other. So it was, it was a brand new matchup we have never seen before. That's exciting. You know, but Goldust deserves something more than just where he's getting. He goes in the back, paints himself gold, though it takes two hours to do. Give him something to do. I don't know where he fits, but uh, give some more Goldust. Bet no one ever said that sentence before. But while we're speaking of gold, let's cheers Curtis Axel dropping his suits. They were sharp suits. He looked good. But you know, Bo Dallas kept wearing this like gold patterned blazer. Man, you see this week, Curtis Axel now dropped that suit. It was wearing the same blazer Bo Dallas is now wearing. Even their tights have a similar design, similar color scheme. So yes, cheersing that to the show's team unity. If you've listened to the show for a long time, you know I like when teams, you know, coordinate, look like a team, and now they look like a team. So, awesome. Good job, fellas. About time. And uh, it was announced on Raw that Chloe and Halle will be singing America the Beautiful at WrestleMania 34 in New Orleans. Uh, who are Chloe and Halle? Inbox to the shot of wrestling.com if you know, because I don't. Anyway, on to that better show, SmackDown. Hashtag SmackDown says a lot. I'm going to heal that opening segment. You know, it, was, it was an interesting uh, face-off between Ruby Wright and Charlotte here, but I'm going to heal that because they just the Riot Squad just disappeared. You know, they're about to kick Charlotte's ass. Bobby Roode comes out, and they just disappear. Where'd they go? Like, why didn't they continue to start beating Charlotte's ass? What's Bobby Roode going to do? He's going to, he's going to hit you? Bobby Roode's going to stop you? He's going to lay hands on you? No, he's not. You're a woman. You can't do nothing. Two of them... Should have kicked her ass. One of them distracts them or holds them off bay because Bobby Roode can't do nothing. He's a gentleman, man. Uh, it was just weird. And you see Charlotte's face light up like a Christmas tree when Bobby Roode did come out. Erwin Escobar thinks that Charlotte's in love with Naomi. Now I'm starting to think that maybe she's in love with Bobby Roode. I'm going to also cheers the Ziggler Styles match and then the subsequent Fatal Five Way. This is my last cheers because an hour of SmackDown was dedicated to the main event of Fastlane. It's for, for a two-hour show to dedicate one hour to one match. That's kind of impressive. You know, the other, the other matches on the card didn't get too much time, but the New Day and Usos had a great segment last week, which we talked about, and they had a nice, well-put-together recap package of their conversation. So that match was uh, pointed out. The Ruby Wright charlotte match was pointed out. So the, uh, Rusev versus Cheesecake Nakamura was pointed out. But for an hour of two-hour shows of dedicated to one match is uh, phenomenal. Good job to you guys putting your faith in these guys, which you should, because these six men are awesome, five men. Um, Styles came out at the top of the, like, 9 o'clock. Kind of good promo against John Cena, against Dolph Ziggler. These guys they'll have, go on to have a great match for like 15, 20 minutes. And uh, then this Fatal 5-Way match comes out of thin air. And it was awesome. It was, a, it was a great match. It was a nice, surprising, fun ending. It was a good build, especially for a go-home show. And, you know, leaving me wanting to see more. Should be a fun-to-watch match. So Sami Zayn pins Kevin Owens, surprisingly, out of nowhere. It was a hell of a kick. 
But then he gets interviewed on the stage, and the camera then shows the other four men. Kevin Owens is in the ring. Some guys are outside. Dick goes laying down. But they show a close-up of their faces with this stunned look watching Sami Zayn give this promo. I'm like, what does Dolph Ziggler care? What does Baron Corbin care? The only person I should be watching is Kevin Owens because his best friend just screwed him and pinned him. This has no effect on Baron Corbin. This has no effect on Sami Zayn. No effect on AJ Styles. A little too much there, fellas, but whatever. You know, I hate to say it, it was a decent promo by uh, Sami Zayn. I'm not a Sami Zayn guy. I think he's fucking pointless. A decent promo for him. So here we are. Ziggler's now in the six-pack challenge, but why did Ziggler drop the U.S. title? Why did he win the U.S. title and drop it, only to come back a little bit later and get no payoff? Is that coming up? I don't know what, what the point of that was. Anybody know? Inbox at ShotWrestling.com. Let us know. Let's get into some ratings. This week's Raw drew at 3.099 million, which is down 2.5% from last week's 3.180. Raw was number two for the night in viewership. Finally behind Rachel Maddow. My girl Rachel Maddow. I don't know what happened Monday night that an MSNBC show took them to the top spot. But good for Rachel Maddow. Because Raw previously had, had the number one spot for the last uh, three straight weeks. But don't fret too much. Raw was number one for the night in the 18 to 49 demographic for the fifth week in a row. This week, SmackDown drew 2.59 million, which is also down 3.8% from last week's 2.692 million. SmackDown was number four in viewership for the night, falling behind Rachel Maddow, Hannity, and the season finale of The Curse of Oak Island. SmackDown was number two in the 18 to 49 demographic, falling behind an NBA game. So, yeah, folks, that's it. Uh, the Curse of Oak Island is no more this season. Uh, so, maybe SmackDown has a chance to creep in at number one. But yeah, it was a good season. I've been telling you all season to watch The Curse of Oak Island. If you missed it, go back and watch it on demand. But fear not, those of you who do watch, because you know by now, there's a spinoff show, The Curse of Civil War Gold. Now, this is more of my style. I like history. I like American history. I like the Civil War era. This is going to be fascinating. I'm looking forward to it. Episode 1 was great. Drew me in. I'm looking forward to see where the season goes. Apparently, there is a theory that the Confederate President Jefferson Davis, upon his capture, some Union soldiers found his uh, stockade of Confederate gold, and they went to hide it, but it ended up in the bottom of, I think it was Lake Michigan, or I forget what, I think it's Lake Michigan. Yeah, so if you missed out on the curse of Oak Island, make sure you watch the curse of Civil War gold. This show is now going to be out at 10 o'clock, so it will not affect the SmackDown ratings, so you won't hear me talking about it. But make sure you check out The Curse of Civil War Gold. It's a must-watch. Anyway, we're getting ready to our fast lane viewing party by the time the show airs. Hopefully, you will have been there. Hopefully, you came. Hopefully, you partook. If you missed this one, make sure you come out to our next one for WrestleMania 34. I won't be there. Green Man won't be there for WrestleMania because we built down in New Orleans. But you can still go to the Crown Room on Bell Boulevard and watch WrestleMania with a bunch of rowdy crowds. Some shot of wrestling representatives. Drink specials, food specials. Make sure you're there. But anyway, for Fastlane, let's get into the card right quick. Uh, Becky Lynch and Naomi versus Natalia and Carmella. No one cares. Cheesecake Nakamura versus Rusev. As much as the crowd is high on Rusev, as much as I am high on Rusev, you heard Green Man sources. The E has plans for him. Uh, the Royal Rumble winner is not going to lose heading into the WrestleMania events. So Cheesecake wins here. Charlotte Flair with Ruby Riot. I don't see Charlotte Flair losing, especially with the rumor that, uh, what's her name? Asuka is going to come out and challenge Charlotte Flair, officially transferring over to SmackDown, which I don't want to see. Please keep her on Raw. Please let this be a rumor. Please let this not happen. But all signs point that it will be Asuka versus Charlotte at WrestleMania. The Usos versus the New Day once again will be the match of the night. Bobby Roode versus Randy Orton. Somehow, my man, Ginger's got to get involved in this match. After beating Randy Orton, this better be a triple threat. You know, WWE loves these multi men matches. We've had several since the Royal Rumble. We had a triple threat at Royal Rumble for the title. We had a two-on-one handicap match for the WWE title. Then he had the Elimination Chamber. Two of them. 
this six-pack challenge. So they love these multi-men matches. And, of course, you have AJ Styles versus John Cena versus Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn versus Baron Corbin versus Dolph Ziggler. AJ wins here. AJ versus Cheesecake headlines WrestleMania. But that's fast in a nutshell. Pretty much, once again, predictable. Those are my predictions. I'm assuming most of them will come true. I'm assuming you guys feel the same way I do. But hopefully, if I'm wrong, let us know. Inbox at shoutoutwrestling.com or at MichaelJPuddy on Instagram and uh, Twitter. But yeah, it is time. The voice of BCW's Pete Rosado was my guest at episode 104. And we broke down the card for BCW's Anniversary 2 show. The, the team is set up. We are looking forward to this. We've been looking forward to it for months. So ladies and gentlemen, the WrestleMania of BCW, their anniversary show. We're ready to go. Buddy, take it away. Thanks, Michael J. Putty. We are here at the Elks Lodge. Crowd is packed. This place is packed for BCW's second anniversary. I'm here with Rosa. Rosa, what's going on? What's up, guys? Green Man, what's going on? How do you expect tonight to go out? Oh, man. It's it's a packed house here, Michael J. Putty. Yeah, I was just saying that, yeah. Yeah, it's great. It looks, crowd's great. I'm great. We're all dressed up. You look great. Look at the tuxedo on. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. You know, we got dressed up for an anniversary show. That's how we do it. That's right. Uh, we have Faye Jackson in the ring currently taking it to Lufisto. Now, you and Pete Rosado talked about Faye Jackson in a uh, previous show. You were talking about That's correct. her her new uh, style, her new uh, edge. Do you like it still? Love it. Love every inch of that. You still like it even more? Oh, it's even hotter. So to take uh, Pete Rosado's words, Michael you put in like some of the, the bad girls. Uh, yeah, no comment. Ah, titty twisted by Lufisto. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Lufisto with the unorthodox moveset here. Faye Jackson is stunned. I'm a little hard. More to come. Lufisto with the side rushing leg sweep into an arm bar. Faye was able to crawl over to the rope to make the break that count. Almost inches away from tapping. Lufisto now in full control of this match. Faye Jackson in the corner with a running cannonball. Now the Broski boot. Lufisto hits the Broski boot on Faye Jackson. Faye Jackson is stunned. Referee goes one, two. Oh, Faye Jackson kicks out at two. Goes right into the crippler crossface. Faye Jackson fighting it off. Fully not locked in, Rosa. And Faye Jackson able to kick out. Now back on her feet. She goes for a Samoan jump. Just can't lift Lafista up. Uh-oh, Lafista's now stunned against the ropes. Faye Jackson running ass to face. Lafista's stunned. What else going on here? Faye Jackson's now running to the ropes. Oh, another ass to face. Another corner. Ray Jackson running ass to face for the third time. Lufisto stunned. Lufisto's no way she recovered from this. Faye Jackson go for the cover. One, two. Lufisto kicks out. What will it take to put Lufisto away, Rosa? I don't know. I don't know. It seems like a lot is going on. Both women trying to catch their breath here. Oh, Faye Jackson calling for one more ass to face. Crowd wants to see it as well. Ah. Cannonball ducked by Lufisto. Faye Jackson stunned. Goes into oh Jesus! Gonna snap her arm in half. Next up, we got Greek God Papadon versus Coda. Coda is a uh, unique attire, celebrating in the ring, dancing and jiggling. Papadon attacked him from behind. Now Rosa, you're here. You're mentioning, you're commenting on Coda's physique. What are you saying? He's a very attractive individual. Get you hot a little bit? Oh yeah, absolutely. All that jiggle? Hundred percent. See that? I can tell. Papadon is in complete control. Coda has not recovered from the onslaught attack he got while he was making his entrance. Let's see what happens next. Papadon still in firm control. Coda has not been able to get out of the blocks here. Struggling to get back. Um, I'm here with Vacant. Vacant, uh, can you tell me where Green Man is? I mean, he, I haven't seen him all night. You know, I, I feel like Vacant is shafting the rest of us, bro. First of all, he tells me to come into this thing, you know, hoping that it's going to be all, you know, 
big things and bright future, all of a sudden he's here on the announce table and making an ass out of himself and not promoting this company that is a shot of wrestling. I am sick and tired of this crap. And I've only been on this job for a month. Yeah, I feel like we'll try, try 107 episodes. Papadon's still in control. Kota catches Papadon. Going to airplane spin. A great guy. Papadon's too smart. Wreck of the eyes. Papadon kicks him where the sun don't shine. Kota is stunned. Greek Don Papadon throws him into the ropes. Kota can barely stand on his feet here. He's got him. Ah! Oh! DDT off the second turn buckle. Vintage Randy Orton. Kota's knocked out. Easy. One, two, three. Greek God Papadon dominates. Kota. He didn't break a sweat. Crowd doesn't seem like the result of this one. But the man's hand is raised in victory nonetheless. Bell just sounded here on our third match, which originally billed as a handicap match. PCA members Ricky Martinez and Bison were going to go against Mick Drake of Federated with no other partner option. But however, Mr. Martinez dug down deep into the bank account and reached out to Federated South and brought up the masked warrior himself, Ray Fury. Opener standstill now. Action about to pick up here. Where are folks? This match, Ricky Martinez and Bison have been dominating this match, keeping the Drake on their half of the ring. Great technical awareness with this formidable tag team. Drake goes for a tag. Oh, they knock Ray Fury out the ring. Uh, the Drake needs to tag here. He is running on fumes. He's doing what he can. But this team of the PCA combination is too much. They're still full in control. The Drake finally has a head tag. Ray Fury comes in, cleans house. Full control, but Bison comes out of nowhere. To break up the pin. Both teams now trying to regain some breaths, trying to get in their footing. In what could only describe as an upset. Mick Drake and Ray Fury come with a surprising comeback win. PCA here stunned. Don't know what happened. It's like Federer's a little stunned too. But the victory is a victory. The crowd is on their feet applauding the efforts of Federated. The self-professed wrestling's richest prize has now made his way to the ring. Has a mic in his hand. Let's hear what he has to say. Seem to agree. Rich, full control. Gary's Carter supporter. Oh, absolutely. This man, there's no reason why he shouldn't be in this main event tonight. It, he's being robbed right now. You hear him here. What the should say? You had your chance to get me my BCW World Championship match in the main event, and you screwed me. All of you screwed me. Pointing right at Pete Rosado here. So bring my opponent out here right now. Thank you very much. Harsh words. 
for BCW management here. What the? Here comes his opponent, fresh off the performance center and fresh off a shot of wrestling. Jackson Stone, let's see what this kid's made of. We're here for Darius Carter and Jackson Stone to pull off. But uh, Jeff, uh, back in here. Welcome to the shot of wrestling table. Uh, still, can you give me an update? Where the fuck's Green Man? Green Man is trying to make himself famous tonight. You know, I think he's left where he's, he's forgotten where he's coming from. You know, he started off about two years ago in a small little studio, you know, with a desk that was made of, you know, cardboard. We don't have to tell people that. No, no, but, but it's important to remember where you it's came from. Yes. And now he thinks that he's Michael Cole and he sounds like crap in that stupid ass announce table thinking he's a star. Well, eh, eh. What about us? Good song called impersonation. I demand justice. We must be recognized. Especially when the producer of this show... Executive producer. Whatever the case may be, semantics, is left behind by the man who he calls his partner. I don't get it. You know know what this sounds like? I feel like this could be settled in the ring at the next BCW. Do the same thing. Anyway, back in the action. Jackson Stone taking the Darius Carter. I think Darius Carter underestimated this guy. See what happens coming up. Jackson Stone with a flurry of offense here. Darius Carter is kind of taking the back. No, here we go. One, two. Jackson kicks out of two. No, during the intro, Rich, you're, you're, you're a big Darius Carter fan. He's small, he's arrogant, he's very disrespectful to his fans. Well, what about him appeals to you? Um, everything you just said appeals to me because, you know, he's not going to take anybody's shit. I don't, I don't got time to come to these events and watch people dilly-dally take people's shit and wait for things to happen. I don't come here to wait for things to happen. I come here to see things happen, and you know who makes things happen? Darius Carter. Do you agree with the BCW's management being against him? Oh, absolutely. He should be in that main... He should, he should have his own singles match one-on-one for that title tonight. There's no reason why he should even be inconvenienced with having to join into a triple threat. But he needs his title shot. He needs that belt. He's the only reason why this is possible. He needs his belt. Jackson Stone with an impressive move. Um, goes to the cover. Has Darius Carter knocked out. Darius Carter has the wherewithal to grab the rope. Great position by the ref to call it. Crowd stunned. Jackson Stone is not like that call. Jackson Stone makes one mistake. Darius Carter hits him with his finisher. What, modified cold breaker? I'm sorry. It was like a code breaker. Yeah, you know, he jumped up, grabbed him, brought him to his knees, brought him down on top. The crowd here is stunned. Not happy, but I guess he's a say, Rich, you're, you're thrilled. Well, I'm sorry? You're thrilled about this result. Oh, absolutely. But, I mean, if you, like, if you come here, if you know, like, if you're a smart person, you just knew this was the outcome. There was no way this wasn't not going to be the outcome. What's the future hope for Darius Carter with BCW management now? BCW is going to continue to try screwing him. But he will get his title shot, and he will get that belt. Wow, Darius Carter reveling in his victory, as he should. Hard fought. It is moments like this, folks. I am happy we do a podcast, not a video cast. Eric Jaden just pumped Green Man by Green Man's sign. Green Man has been violated, and he didn't seem to enjoy it. Here we go, Eric Jaden versus the last graduate of the Heart Dungeon, Teddy Hart here. A match everyone has been waiting to see. A match a lot of people came specifically to see. I don't know what Teddy Hart's ring gear here. Jaden of the 1980s. A broski boot by Eric Jaden. Teddy Hart. Down in the corner. Eric Jaden getting the crowd right behind them. Eric Jaden's gearing up for another attack. Runs into the corner. Ah, oh, cannonball. Eric Jaden in firm control here of Teddy Hart. 
Eric Jaden just called it's over. Usually doesn't mean it's over. Nia Kennedy on the rope. Eric Jaden goes dirty with a low blow. Referee was distracted. Eric, wise move, wise veteran move by the veteran here. Teddy Hart down, holding his balls. Eric goes to the cover. One, two, this should be foot on the rope, breaks the cover. Teddy Hart retaliates a low blow of his own, but not aware enough to see the referee. He's been caught. Teddy Hart has been disqualified, which means the winner of this match. The sexy Zane himself. Here it is. As the result of a disqualification, Eric Shaden. One of our own boys wins. Revel in this victory. Teddy Hart, not too happy, but it's his own fault. His own fault here. Congratulations, Eric Jaden. Teddy Hart now on the mic. I apologize. You hit me in the balls, though, twice. I don't do business like that. I thought he liked girls. I don't know why he's touching me down there. I just want to say happy anniversary. Thank this man right back here for spending a lot of money and time and effort on putting on a great show. It's a great reputation. Very honored to work in front of these great people you built up here. I just want to say, guys, I come from the Hart family. For those of you who don't know me, the rest, you guys understand my family's legacy. The angels up above watching us protect. I love my fans more than anything. More than you can imagine, like I say, the time, energy, and effort professional wrestling fans spend on us. I hold my head up high, I walk around this planet feeling like I'm living my dream because of your love and appreciation for this sport and keeping us alive and keeping the guys in the back hungry. They want your love, they want your class, they want your smiles. Every time I come to an indie show, I see the looks in your eyes and the love for this business. My family would have nothing without you guys. The guys in the back would have no dream without you guys. So give yourselves a round of applause. Thank you for the drive, the traffic, the jobs you have to have to make the money to come here and spend it on us so I can say I'm a professional wrestler and be happy with my choice. Love you guys. God bless you. I hope I get to come back. Please, I want to be back here. The people need to see more of me. That's my Teddy Hart. Hopefully he comes back. Green Man, we have a very, very special guest with us tonight. I, I, I'm beyond excited, brother, because we are here at BCW Anniversary with a night of debuts. We, we're talking uh, about South Philly's finest. We're talking about Lufisto. We're talking about Teddy Hart, Jackson Stone, but one that is very close and dear to our hearts, Eric Jaden. The definition of authority and sexiness, the sexy saying, brought out Naya Kennedy. And we're here to talk to us about what happened tonight. Welcome, my brother. How you been? Jaden? Did you see that? Did you see what he did? He gave me a deliberate low blow. Deliberate. Come on. That's tasteless. You think he's, so? He's, he's remember the Hart family. Think of some sort of class. He's a great dynasty. He comes from a yeah. great family. You know what, Teddy? I come from a great race of sayings. 
You know that, Green Man, because today you felt all 9,000 inside you. You felt it. And I brought some help today. I brought Nia Kennedy. The queen herself. Well, he couldn't have done it alone. Nia, tell us, tell us what brought you here tonight. You know, I thought I was just coming here to support my man. But when the call comes, I answered it. And I did what I had to do. I'm always there to support him. Saying love. The same love is running wild here at BCW. Won't you guys go back to the locker rooms, create a whole race of sexy Saiyans out there for us? Hold on, hold on, hold on one second. My, I'm checking the scouter. Whoa. Whoa. Green Man, you go over 9,000 in the penis level. <laughs> He's not lying, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's not about me, all right, tonight. It is all about Eric Jaden because if you want to win a date, with Eric Jaden. We have the details here. Come to a shot of wrestling. Follow us and we'll tell you how we could do it. Are you ready for this date? Oh, I'm so ready. One lucky lady is going to have the chance to be romance. One lucky lady has a chance to live out her dreams. And you know our motto. What's our motto? From the Dial It Up For Love hotline. Sex on the first date. Sex on the first date, baby. <laughs> That's happening. I'm telling you that much. Is that okay with you, Miss Kennedy? I'm not worried. <laughs> You got the best. A very confident woman with her man. Thank you, Eric Jaden. Great job winning the match tonight. Miss Kennedy, I hope we see you a lot more at BCW. Same here. Thank you. All right, folks, we are here at Intermission. I am here with the voice of BCW, <laughs> Pete Rosado. Looking sharp, my man, with his bright pink uh, blazer hey, jacket. I love it, man. And, you know, I, I want to point out, I did it on commentary, but this custom lapel pin here by Clay Graham Art. Great work by there. A recreation of Han Solo's Never Tell Me the Odds pin. And perfect for tonight. Never tell us the odds here at BCW because we'll beat them every time. Dressing up for a special occasion, second anniversary. Good job. Congratulations on your second anniversary. Thank you, thank you. All the congratulations go to Mr. Anthony Cole and the great job him and the management team has done. And as you see, the Elks Lodge is packed tonight. Huge night of action. So far, the first five matches, Mr. Putty, what was your favorite so far? You can't go with Eric Jaden and Teddy Hart. I mean, that was a match I was looking forward to seeing. And uh, it didn't, didn't disappoint. Well, you know what? I can honestly say that we might end up seeing Jaden Teddy 2 at some point with the way that that match ended. But, man, the way we started the show tonight oh, with Faye that Jackson. huge match with Fisto and Faye Jackson. Amazing. Did not disappoint as well. You know, I talked about it in another episode of Chicago Wrestling. Big Faye Jackson fan. Yes. And uh, she didn't disappoint. It was an ending I didn't want. Undefeated streak ended tonight. Yes. But you know what? If an undefeated streak is going to get at the hands of anybody... A woman with the resume of Lufisto. Can't complain. Can't complain about that, yeah. Green Man left me here, and he was joined you on commentary. Yes, he did. For the first time. Uh, how do you do? Be honest. He's soft, right? I mean, kid's great. Could use a little seasoning. We're going to get there. But you know what? Thrown into the fire first time. Unexpected. Did a much better job than I think anybody would have given him credit for. I guess he was the colored commentator. Yes. Oh, boom. Okay. Oh, boom. Yes, indeed. He was out of, hope to have you back on the show soon. Oh, you know what, buddy? I told you, you have my number. We do. Anytime, anywhere. Listen, I'll join you for the rest of the episodes if you want. I don't care. I love it at the Shot of Wrestling. And I love even more that a Shot of Wrestling is the official BCW podcast and sponsors. Listen, for all your wrestling news, why aren't you listening to a Shot of Wrestling? All right, it is intermission time, and we're mixing, we're mingling, and I just ran into the Crooked World Order right here, the man with the T-shirts, the million-dollar T-shirts. Tell us a little bit about it. 
Well, it started off like basically on some wrestling fandom, and then it just grew into like, um, I guess, like into like a shirt and T-shirt. Well, just not T-shirts, but clothing line. So basically, the CWO was like almost a spoof of like NWO and a lot of other wrestling things that you see pretty much. All right, all right. And one of the hottest T-shirts out right now has to be the, what is it, the Raw, Hit It Raw shirt. Everybody, if you've seen the Hit It Raw shirt, it is this guy, Crooked World Order, who's putting them out week after week, month after month. So tell about, how did that get started? Well, I'm basically kind of like a spoof artist. So I kind of spoof Raw, the wrestling um, Monday Night Raw. I had the idea to kind of spoof it, but I didn't know what to use. And everybody's always trying to, like, use, like, I guess, hit it raw when it comes to, like, sexual windows or something, like, a jokes, you know, stuff like that. So I just kind of put it together, and then you got hit it raw. Well, it's like the old school raw, the way raw needed to be, the way raw did not need to change. We like it back into the Attitude Era. Go catch one of those shirts. It's Where could we get a shirt? You have to go to funnyshirts.org slash s slash CWO store 28. Get your shirt now. Let's get back to the action. Our right, folks, we're back from intermission. We have the mother of dinosaurs, Tara Calloway, as heard on episode 106 of A Shot of Wrestling. A girl gets Federated's own Ali Rax. Ali Rax seems to be outgunned here. Half the size, but don't underestimate the fight. The smaller the arm, the bigger the fight. Let's see what happens here. You heard that correct, folks. Ali Rex getting her ass handed to her most of this match by the powerhouse, Sarah Calloway. But uh, Ali Rex stayed focused and was able to pull off a surprise victory, an upset victory here at PCW's Anniversary 2 show. Another one for Federated, 2-0 here tonight. What the future hold for uh, Mike Orlando on the main event? Let's see what happens. Coming up with the last man standing match between Ace Andrews. An absolute album, but who cares? I just got a kiss from Faye Jackson, so I'm uh, I'm on cloud nine right now. Here the belt is ranked absolute Alvin versus Ace Andrews in a last man standing match. Last time these two men were face to face was at our viewing party for Elimination Chamber at the Crown Room on Bell Boulevard, where Absolute Alvin just bum rushed him and the Green Man, not Green Man, on his ass. And uh, lightning struck twice here, folks. Ace Andrews' back was turned as he's taking off his jacket, and Absolute Alvin starts attacking him. But Ace Andrews did not back down this time. Now taking it to uh, Absolute Alvin. Too many A's here. Running forearm. Now just getting forearm after forearm to Alvin. This match is going to be vicious. Action spilled out to the ring. But Ace Andrews now going under the ring. Finding whatever he can. Taking a trash can from one side. Crowd is chanting. Andrews listening. Going back underneath the ring. Um, Kiosk is about to erupt here. Andrews, oh, running for him again to the back of Alvin's head. Alvin is stunned. His eyes are glazed up. I don't even know where he is right now. Alvin taking it to Andrews. Andrews just pops up with a modified diamond cutter here. Referee started his count. Alvin just starting to stir. Andrews catching his breath. Grabbing the already. The form trash can. Here we go. Alvin scissors kick. Trash can back into the face. Andrew is stunned. Alvin sets him up. Ah, Samoa drop. 
Hovland throw control, takes the trash can again, lays it across the body. Ah, Swan sent on bomb. Referee start that count. Referee's at one. Referee's at two. Andrews is barely moving here. And a four count. Referee's at five. Andrews is finally starting to stir. And he is up. Both of his knees collapsed. Goes to the ropes. Back on his feet. Match continues. Alvin slams him into the trash can. Referee goes at a count of nine. Veteran mover Ace rolls out of the floor. Back to his feet. Referee stops the count at nine. Now Alvin trash talking to his own family. His mother. Oh, Green Man. Hey, Vicky, look who's here. Green Man's here. Uh, Alvin catches. Uh, oh, did it. Swinging DDT here. Both men are down. Referee counting for both men here on the floor. Both men knocked out. Referee's out of the count of two. Referee's at the count of three. Four. Five here. Alvin start. Uh, Ace starting to stir. Seven count. Ace on his feet. Alvin just starting to stir himself. At an eight count. Referee's at. Oh, Alvin's back to his feet. Ace Andrews rolls into the ring. Action continues. Oh, shit. Chaos just erupted here at ringside. Alvin with the trash can in hands. Runs at Alvin. Alvin ducks. Hits. About to hit Alvin's mom. Alvin's mom just stands up for herself. Blocks the shot. Distracts Alvin. And Ace Andrews hits what looked like a stunner. Both men are now down. Referee's at a count of eight. I can't see the action. Both men are on the floor. Nine. Andrews up. Ace Andrews just makes it to his feet at the count of ten. Ace Andrews victorious in the last man standing. What a match. What an ending. What a hell of a five months. I wrestled this guy for five months. And I came on top. And I promise to give you the beating you deserve, Alvin. God bless trash cans. Who needs tables, ladders, and chairs? All I need is trash cans and a bad ace cutter to shut you down at 10. Go ahead on the phone, buddy. I'll tell you this. For five months, I was in the best and the worst fights in my career so far, but I survived. I survived. Absolute Alvin. Absolutely. So what is next? I've made it very clear since day one that I am here to become the PCW World Heavyweight Champion. Tonight proved one thing that I am indeed the ace that runs the place. Classy speech by Absolute Alvin. Now he's been bum rushed and attacked by this guy. I don't know who this guy is. Um, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, can we get security? I don't know where he came from. He goes to the top rope. 
on the elbow. See a punk, that's how it's done. Vintage Macho Man Ready Savage. This guy's a scarf on his neck. Almost looks like Elias. Love the guitar. Oh, finally, this guy grabs a microphone. Who? Who's this guy? Who? 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 This guy. Looks like we're about to find out. Or not, okay. Trying to quiet the crowd down. Trying to quiet the crowd down. This guy's wearing a army trunks, cargo pants. There we go. The ace that wants the place. Okay. Doesn't tell me who you are, but uh Allow me to reintroduce myself. Please. A little loud here, isn't he? Here we go. I am the saltiest dog in all the land. The Joey Ace. So another Ace? Apparently he runs this place? Look at me! Look at me! Look at me, you silly piece of garbage! Foot on the throat. Okay. Um, not sure what's going on here. His name is Joey Ace. Attacking Ace Andrews. Um, okay. So this happened. Do not know why. This guy came from the crowd. All right, he did come from the crowd. Everything from the crowd. Now we have South Philly's finest versus the ugly ducklings. You guys hear this, folks? The crowd is thoroughly behind the ugly ducklings. Well, South Philly's finest here in New York City doesn't really stand a chance. A low aggression here. But the ugly ducklings are in firm control. All right, oh. Greenman, who do you have here? Oh, man. Michael J. Putty. It took me a lot of working in the back, but I got the most charismatic superstar back there to come out. Slimply Coda, I mean, how do you feel? It, it hasn't been a great night for you. It hasn't been a great, great night, but let me tell you, it's been a great night for BCW, and this crowd is amazing. Let me tell you, Papa Don is amazing. I have nothing to say. He outsmarted me. It is what it is. Other guys would complain about that. He cheated. Listen, he outsmarted me. It is what it is. All I know is I got to get better, and trust you, mark my words, come April 13th, you will see a different Coda and a better Coda. Well, I got to be honest, we've been seeing the evolution of Coda here at BCW. And match after match, you keep getting better and better. So I'm looking forward to that Friday the 13th show. How are you going to prepare for that one? I'm just going to train harder. I'm going to look at this tape, see what I did wrong. Because, of course, there's something I did wrong. See what I can get better at and just improve and improve and keep training, try to lose weight. You know, and people take it as a joke, but the prayer, the vitamins, and keep working hard. And listening to the man upstairs, and that's what it is, man. That's all it is. But I'm sorry, my wrist really hurt right now. I think I got. I think Papa Don busted it with those kicks, man. All right, brother. Well, good thing the medics are right here next to us. So why don't you go pay them a visit? Thank you for stopping by. A shot of wrestling. Ugly Dawkins fought hard, but end up with a loss here. Didn't cover it too much because I was talking to the Vince man of BCW. So a little distracted here, but the Ducks lost to the South Philly's finest. They won the Super Bowl. They won here at BCW's anniversary. And then our main event, 
Triple threat match. Oh, hold on. Definitely Cole's on the mic. Anthony Cole, the owner, founder of BCW, the Vince man of this organization, has come out and made the decree. Federated came out with Mike Orlando, back to the back. PCA came out with Azrael, back to the back. This match is truly going to be one on one on one for the BCW main event. Bell sounds, and here we go. Green man, welcome to the show here tonight. Thank you so much. You know, oh, I'm doing shit. commentating work. How's that uh, go for you? Uh, not that well. Not that well. I gotta be honest with you. Pete Rosado, AJ Pan is the dream team over there. I, I am uh, just a spectator. I'm a fan, and I uh, just gave my two cents as as a fan. That's it. That's all you can do. Um, you'll get better, my friend. You'll only get better. I appreciate that. Uh, but it's main event time. We don't. You're for, you're for Gacy, aren't you? You're a Gacy guy. I am a big Gacy guy. I'm very conflicted because I'm a Gacy guy, and I love uh, the Green Machine, Mike Orlando. My Mike Orlando, my man. You know, I've been, stuck, is, I've been stuck at this table oh, all night. This is why Gacy is my guy. Did you see that suicide dive? Suicide dive outside to Azrael. Connected full blast. But Orlando is in the ring. Unbelievable. Texas Tornado clothesline. Orlando going for the cup. Here goes one. That's how you call it, champion. Okay. Gacy kicks out of two. The action continues. I'm surprisingly still here with Green Man. What's going on, buddy? I am. I'm doing so well. It's main event time. Joe Gacy, Mike Orlando, and Azrael. All three men now in the ring. What did you think about the news that uh, BCW management, Mr. Anthony Cole, he literally cleared out the ring. He took out PCA, he took out Pet Federated, and it, he made it a clean fight. You know, I was thinking that, that uh, how badass it was, both organizations were at ringside. It gave, a, it gave us this, like, a big fight feel. Oh, my God! The ground literally just shook, shook Michael J. Putty. Superplex on the top row by all three BC men. Dub. BC Orlando, Azrael, think the front of that. Gacy. I'm sorry, Michael J. Putty. I am a fan at heart. Knees. All three men trading blows here. Who's going to come out on top? Oh, Spear by no. Michael Orlando. Oh, Both men down. Go to the cover. Orlando, one, two. Gacy kicks out at two. Ah, oh, inches away. Damn. What a match we have as our main event. This is fucking awesome. Mike Orlando just hit a sit-down crucifix powerbomb. Goes to the cover on Azrael. One, two. Ha! Kicks out of two. This action is non-stop. Both men get... All three men are giving it their all. But who wants it more? Casey hits a springboard stunner on Orlando. Azrael comes out of nowhere with a frog splash to cover the one, two, three. Here's the announcement. Um, count me in in this, but most people are shocked. Most people are shocked. You call this an upset of upsets. Joe Gacy, Mike Orlando, Azrael comes out on top representing PCA. 
Mike Orlando with Federated back at ringside and Joe Gacy shaking hands mutual sign of respect oh Orlando with a low blow kick to the face knocking Gacy out all the while Azrael has went to the back with PCA and his title Orlando's pissed you can't blame him Orlando coming out to the ringside so Chip oh Orlando walking right by us Oh, didn't even acknowledge us. Staring at... Oh, wait. Staring at Ferret. I'm... I want to walk with Orlando. Confusion is now erupted here at the Elks Lodge. Federated don't know what happened. Orlando just stormed up by himself. Ali Rex. There's Mick Drake. And... Ray Fury storming out after Orlando. What's going on with Mark Orlando? Oh, what, 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 what's going on here? Here we go. Here's the ending blah, blah, blah. You're welcome. My pleasure. Can't wait. It wasn't his fault. It wasn't his fault, Joe Gacy. It was Azrael who pinned you for the title, so I don't see what the problem is here. But the crowd is falling out. That's another show. I'm here with Vacant. Uh, Vacant, believe it or not, Green Man joined us here for a little bit. You know, when you, know, when you mentioned Walk with Orlando, I can't, I can't help but uh, remind myself of the fact that Green Man walked on SOW. Thank you again. Ooh, snap. It's a shame. It's a, it's a crime shame and a great show tonight. Great show. Great show. It exceeded my expectations, and they were pretty high. My expectations were for Green Man to celebrate this occasion with the people that made him. Remember the crowd falls out. We hope we get some post-game interviews, and uh, more importantly, let's fulfill our drinks. We have Ace Andrews here. Um, hopefully, thanks for joining us tonight. Joe Casey's passing by. We have security on deck. Make sure Alvin does not bum us again. I know you guys started the interview already. The first thing I was doing was like, all right. Yeah, we, we got the eyes out. Don't worry about it. We got security going. Green man, take it away. Thank you, Michael J. Putty. Yes, we are here with the ace that runs the place, Ace Andrews, who, I, I, I mean, Ace, I kind of feel validated. I feel like you came, you, you fought for the little guys, a shot of wrestling, the fans, and, and you did it for everybody, not just yourself, but for everybody. So tell us, how does it feel for finally putting Alvin in his place? Well, before I talk about that, I want to thank Mom. All right, Mom Absolutely. came through. Um, definitely, if Alvin would have hit me with that uh, the garbage can, it might have been the end of the match. Who knows? But thanks, Mom. You um, saved your son's skull. Appreciate it. Uh, now to Alvin. What a, what a hell of a five months it's been. Yeah. I've been, I've been facing this guy over and over and over and over. We've been through um, some bloody times. We've been through crazy bruises to each other. Look at this. I don't know if you can see it anymore. The seven stitches that he gave me. Seven stitches? Seven stitches. He ran into me, pop, right there. He was, he was bleeding from his eye. I was bleeding from my chin. It was, it was fun night at the ER. We had to do it again. We had to have a second match, and then we had it. Then it was DQ and all that, and it's a lot of fun. Hi, hi Kate. How you doing? <laughs> sorry, sorry. But, um, no, so 
we had the last man standing match. No worries. Let's and bring the family in here because the family, the family was a big part. It was a big part of the Ace Andrews Corner where there were many times where you may have felt defeated, but that little corner felt like they gave you more energy. Oh, I reached they, out to them. Yeah. I definitely did. I reached out to them. I saw them. I remembered why I was fighting in this match. My purpose. Talk about wrestling bringing people together. Family who loves wrestling brings people together. Ace Andrews, what a night. But uh, it didn't end that great in the last few moments of your match. Uh, apparently there's another ace who took kind of some strong words. Some, so took something from what you said. Yeah, um, another ace? Could there be more than one? I mean, I, who's this guy? Joey Ace? Joey Ace. Never heard of him. You, me both. Never heard of him. You know, he j dropped a heavy elbow on me and talked some straight garbage. And then just you know? He was nobody. Nobody. Wearing a Britney Spears shirt. Come on now. Come on now. Nothing wrong with Hashtag loser. Nothing wrong with Britney Spears shirt. All right. So, well, we're going to hopefully see you February 3rd um, on... Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Oh, yes. I love Friday the 13th. It's an unlucky day for someone, but not the ace that runs the place. Definitely not. Thank you, Ace Andrews and the family of Ace Andrews for joining us on A Shot of Wrestling. All right, Greenman, we have another special guest here tonight. Winner of her match, representing Federated, Ali Rex. Take it away. Now, we talked about a night of debuts. Tara Calloway debuted at BCW, but you made sure that that dinosaur went back to the Jurassic era. How does it feel to prevail tonight at anniversary? How does it feel to prevail? Well, since I walked in here, I had all the cards stacked against me, and everybody thought I was going to lose to the queen of the dinosaurs. But I marked my spot on the Jurassic period. So you know what? I feel great. I'm happy and I'm ready. So whoever's next, please step up. You held your own for Federated. Now, we can't say that for all the individuals. How does it, how, how, where's Mike? How does he feel about what happened tonight? Where's Mike? I would love to know the same question. Right where's here. Mike? He went out the front door and I'm wondering how I'm getting home tonight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Ali Rex is looking for Mike or Orlando. He's a little upset that, uh, about how tonight ended. So, How could you not be? How could you not be upset with that ending? He got robbed. He got, he got robbed. robbed. He definitely did get robbed. Bullshit. I feel like you guys could just do the show without me now. I mean, yeah. Joe Casey just lost the championship. Azrael is the new BCW champion. Who? We're looking forward to Friday the 13th. Who? Who? Does Friday the 13th include Ali Rex, and who will be her opponent? Well, it will definitely include Ali Rex. As far as my opponent, whoever steps up. I love the confidence of this lady. Thank you so much, Ali Rex. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Looking forward to Friday the 13th BCW next show, baby. All right, lastly, I'm here with Mike Fury from Federated South, right? Yes, yes, indeed. Where's Federated South based out of? Just all the southern states. What was, what, what'd you get the call? Because the, the, the possibility was it was going to be a handicap match. And all of a sudden, you get the phone call out of nowhere. When did you receive the phone call to come up here to New York City? I received the call last night at midnight. Mr. Martinez called me. He said he needed some backup. And I, was, uh, and I said, I'm jumping on the next plane to New York. 
Fantastic. Uh, how you been? Like, tell us about your career. Where'd you get started? Because we don't know anything. About, I don't know anything about you. Well, um, I'm originally born and raised in the Bronx. Oh shit, nice. Yes, and then I moved to um, down south, M- Mississippi, and that's when I started my wrestling career. So I just made three years in the wrestling business, and ever since I've been trying to take over the south. Congratulations! And you're about to kick over the north as well. It's a hot shirt you wear, my friend. Uh, great job. You were very impressive tonight. Appreciate you. Any final words here in the New York City crowd? Yeet Nation came back home. Finally. It was very long overdue, but we did it. Yeet Nation, stand up. Yeet, yeet. Where can people reach you at on social media? Social. Follow your career. Uh, you want to find me on Twitter, underscore Ray Fury. Instagram, King Fury. Facebook, Ray Fury. My friend, it's been a treat to watch you. You were fantastic in the ring. Thank you for everything tonight. Thank you so much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am here with the new... BCW champion, Azrael. How you feeling tonight? I'm feeling great. I just proved the critics and the cynics wrong. Underlooked or underrated? No more. Overlooked. Thank you. Thank you. You mean you defeated two of the powerhouses of BCW, the mainstays, Joe Gacy, Mike Orlando, the first BCW champion, and the second BCW champion. What your process is going? Did you think you had a chance in this? People counted you out. I mean, to be honest with you, people counted me out all the time. But the thing is, I went in there thinking and knowing that I'm going to win. And that was half the battle right there. All right? Me knowing that I was going to win made it happen. Because I am here to prove everyone wrong. Did your game plan go out the window when you federated and PCP were left banned from ringside? PCA, I'm sorry. Thank you. Too many shots of wrestling here. Did you have a? Did you did change your game plan at all, or were you no, setting yours? No, because this happened before, and other companies they took us away. They thought they thought I needed somebody. I don't need anybody. All right, they know. They trust me. Proven tonight. And I proved them. I proved everyone wrong, and I proved you right, brother. That's right. That's right. Your faith was in him. Did you? Did he not disappoint tonight? How, how, how proud are you right now? I'm extremely proud because this company has had Michael Lando as the golden boy. Let's get something straight. Michael Lando did not win the BCW World Heavyweight Championship. He escaped with it. Azriel got a little overzealous because Michael Lando is an egotistical young kid in the business, and he had a chip on his shoulder. As wanted to put him in his place. So you let him win. I let him because win. He didn't walk out. He didn't walk out with a title. He was coughing up blood. At the end of that match, and he could barely walk out. He limped out. One question. At BCW's Dangerous Intentions, you won the right to face the BCW champion. So instead of going a one-on-one match, you decided to go for a triple threat here at uh, the anniversary show. No, 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 no. See, it got put as a triple threat by, by the commission. Uh, management. Right. Yeah, by management. If it was for me, a one-on-one would be great. Because everyone who knows me, I hate three ways. Hate them. Couldn't tell. No, 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 listen, I hate him. It doesn't, doesn't mean I'm going to be bad at it. It just means I have to be quicker on my feet. And that's what I was today, all right? I, I being the fact that I was always, always looked, I used that to my advantage. Because guess what? They thought they took me out with that clothesline. German, they thought I was out. Everyone thought I was out. I was in the corner. Who won? Asriel. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Now, as the defending champion, uh, Darius Carter is making waves. Who do you want your first defense against? Darius Carter? You want Joe Gacy, Mark Orlando? Who do you see your first defense against? Line him up, and I'll knock him down. I said that before. Well Line said. Him up, and I'll knock him down. Love the confidence. Congratulations. Joe Gacy before. He proves he owns Mike Orlando. Darius Carter, how about a fair shot against Darius? Because management pitted us against each other before. But now we want a respectful match. 
Well, like Darius Carter. I'm about to. So, yeah. so that'd be a great match. I look forward to it. Once again, congratulations to you. Thank you very much, sir. Congratulations to you, my friend. And enjoy the night. Have some Time beers. Time to celebrate. Well, that wraps another BCW event. So for everybody here, including Michael J. Putty back in studio, I have been Michael J. Putty. Until next week, Putty out. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby. But I got you pinned. Ha, 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody.